الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولا تقف ما ليس لك به علم إن السمع والبصر والفؤاد كل أولئك كان عنه مسؤولا سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم for a salik progression toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's relatively straightforward and it's relatively simple for a salik progression toward Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's relatively simple and it's relatively straightforward all a person really has to do is they have to maintain a routine of self-discipline where they remain consistent on a routine of dhikr quran salah etc and maintain rabita right maintain connection with the teacher and if a person can do this they will very rapidly make progress toward allah subhanahu wa ta'ala very rapidly make progress so the challenge isn't in how do I progress through my deeds or how do I progress through my connections because that's straightforward and actually that's the easy part. The challenge lies in avoiding two major pitfalls. And this is where most people who desire to progress toward Allah Ta'ala fail. The first is through major sins. And the second is through bringing harm or thinking ill of others. So major sins we're familiar with. And that's a major pitfall because that can bring, quickly bring a person down, right? A person can strive toward Allah, be regular in their routine, maintain the rabita correctly and properly, follow the sunnah of the Prophet but then they collapse and they fall in, fall into major sin and they, they engross themselves in it, right? They repeatedly engage in it. And then they, they'll fail. But the issue with major sins is that it's actually a condition that could be fixed. Meaning if a person falls even into major sin, that could be rectified in a, in a straightforward manner. Meaning it's a major pitfall because when a person engages in major sin and they get stuck on that major sin and they can't remove themselves from it, then forget about progress through, through dhikr and through rabita and things of that nature, right? They're basically, you, you're, you're, the, 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 you're, you're trying to fill up a bucket, but on the bottom is a big hole. But that hole could be sealed very quickly, meaning even if a person engages in a major, major sin, and that sin is with them and Allah, a sincere tawbah and leaving of that sin will completely remove that. And so that hole will be sealed and it will be plugged. So then a person can actually then continue to make progress toward Allah. So although it's a major pitfall, it's one that can be avoided or managed. Let's put it that way. But the second pitfall for the sadiq, which is bringing harm to another person, that is one that's very difficult to rectify. And that's a major issue in suruk. When you bring harm toward other people. In fact, you can think about it like a poison. And we have to be very careful about this, especially in today's day and age. You know, the obvious 
ways of harming someone physically, okay, that doesn't happen often, at least not anymore, right? People, for the most part, keep them, their hands to themselves physically. Maybe that was more of an issue 500 years ago, but that doesn't happen as much. But verbally, through interaction, that's where this pitfall really kicks in. Now, the obvious ones we've all heard about, right, backbiting and slander, and we know that these are haram, and we know that if a person speaks ill of another person, whether it's true or not true, you know, the Qur'an has prohibited this, and we know that in general, you can ask any six-year-old child, and they'll say you shouldn't backbite and you shouldn't slander, but it goes even beyond that, right? Those are obvious. You can hear that in a Friday khutbah. You can hear that in a, uh, in a, in a Muslim conference, and you'll be told about these things, and you'll be told not to do these things. But it goes even beyond that. For a sadiq, it's simply discussing other people that's poisonous. For the sadiq, it's simply discussing other people that's poisonous. Because inevitably, when discussing other people, there's harm. It's rare that you can discuss a person and only praise them for an extended period of time. And this is poisonous, right? And it's so common in today's day and age. Just think about it, right? I mean, Maybe if you get any any party you go to or any get together that you go to, inevitably the topic of conversation is some person, Muslim or not Muslim, inevitably. It's never going to be about Allah. It's never going to be about ourselves and how we can improve our own lives. It's going to be about finding fault in other people. That's the topic of conversation. Anywhere you go, right? It could be the workplace. It could be at school. It could be in Muslim gatherings. And it's toxic. It's poisonous. Discussing other people is harmful. There's no benefit in that. And it occurs in so many ways and so many avenues now. It's not just verbally, right? Now it's through social media. Now it's through text messaging where everybody's looking to find fault in someone else. Now, the interesting thing is that we don't think that, okay, this person is a, uh, is a well-known public figure. I can make fun of them. It's okay. How? How? On the Day of Judgment, they can come and hold it against you, Muslim or not Muslim, right? Or in particular, when you harm another Muslim. Right When we openly speak out against someone or something, or we begin to say negative things about someone or something, this is harmful. This is harmful for the soul, this is harmful for the salik, and it's so common in today's day and age. You read something that's interesting, and it says something bad about someone else, you quickly share that with everybody that you know. You post it on some link and say, read this. And what is it? It's some post or some article or something that's basically targeting or finding fault in someone else. Maybe there's some truth to that fault, but that's what backbiting is. Right? That's what harming another person is. Even if there's truth in it, you avoid it. So what are the two major harms of, of, of discussing other people? Number one, it's a clear waste of time. And for the believer, every moment is valuable. The time that you spend discussing other people, good or bad, is time that's wasted from the remembrance of Allah. And we don't have time to waste because every moment the clock is ticking. The time that we spend reading, right, about other people's lives and what other people are doing or what they're not doing, you know, and sharing it and, and, and just, you know, following post after post after post or talking for 20 minutes or an hour on the phone, that's time wasted, not spent in the remembrance of Allah. And it's very interesting. There's a, uh, there's a, Umar uh, anhu, right, one of the closest companions of the Prophet Sallallahu he says, it's, you can find it, it's in Kanzul Ummal. He says uh, uh, that engage abundantly in the dhikr of Allah Ta'ala. Because it's a cure. Engage abundantly in the dhikr, the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala because it's a cure. And then he says, at the same time, avoid discussing people because it is a disease. A cure, Umar al saying, the cure is the remembrance of Allah. Cure for what? Our, ourselves, our heart, our soul. This is the remembrance of Allah. Discussing other people, it's a disease. 
It's a disease. It's a spiritual disease that today more than ever, everyone is suffering from this. Right? Why do how do we have time to spend discussing other people when we have when we have yet to learn and appreciate the, the attributes of Allah? Right? How much more valuable our time would be if we had spent that in Allah's remembrance or talking about Allah or his greatness or the Messenger that he sent. Or if we want to talk about someone, then we talk we think about ourselves. Right? Why do I have to follow someone else's life and the problems that they're having in their lives when I'm having a million myself? When I can't be consistent in my own deen, how am I going to go and look at everyone else's deen and wonder how uh, poorly they're managing their deen or how, how poorly they're managing their life when I haven't even sorted out my own life? So number one, the first harm, it's, it's this complete waste of time, right? Spend that time rectifying yourself and engaging in Allah's remembrance because time spent in Allah's remembrance is of benefit and it's a cure. And time spent in the remembrance of other people or toward harming someone else, it's completely wasted time. Now what's the other major harm of, of talking about or engaging in discussion about people that are, not, that are not immediately present before you? It's that on the Day of Judgment, it'll all come out. Right? It'll all come out. Uh, Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah Al-Isra, وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ Very interesting. وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ don't pursue or engage yourselves in those things of which you have no knowledge or in. It's amazing. Now tell me, how much knowledge do we have about other people? Right? How much do we really know? I mean, maybe I know the maybe the person I know the best is myself. And then maybe my spouse or my parents I know the next best. And then maybe my children come after that. And those are the people that I actually know. If you want to know something about them, I'm the person to tell you. But how do I actually know about the reality of anyone else? There are people who live across the world or across the country we've never even met before in our life. We just heard narrations after narrations about what they're like and what their personality is like. And, what, and then we have the audacity to, 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 uh, to rebuke them, right? Publicly or privately or in gatherings and conversations. I don't know. I don't have certain knowledge about so many things. And the one thing I have the least amount of knowledge about is other people. I don't know what's in someone else's heart. Right? I don't know what's in someone else's mind. I don't know. Maybe there is, you know, I don't know. Now, maybe there is. There are obviously evil people in the world, right? We're not going to negate that. They were there at the time of the Prophet Sallallahu and they'll, they're there today. They were the, they're, they're there at the time of uh, Ibrahim Alayhi We're not going to negate that. And I'm not saying we negate that. What I'm saying is unnecessarily, without a purpose, discussing these people, it'll bring us harm in the Day of Judgment. So Allah Ta'ala says, وَلَا تَقْفُ مَا لَيْسَ لَكَ Don't pursue or engage in those things which you have little knowledge of, right? Meaning, you aren't sure about something. If you aren't sure about someone, be very careful. Then he says, إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ وَالْفُؤَادَ Verily the ears, or your hearing, إِنَّ السَّمْعَ وَالْبَصَرَ And your vision, your eyesight, everything that goes through, وَالْفُؤَادَ And your heart, كُلُّ all of these things are going to be questioned on the Day of Judgment. All of these things are going to be questioned. Everything that went in through your ears, you know, those things that you thought were relevant, right? But really what it was, it was just harmful speech about someone else. Your ears are going to testify. You can say, I didn't engage in that conversation. I didn't hear what those people said. But on the Day of Judgment, you could deny it, but your ears won't deny it. And your vision, all those things that you read about, Right? All the things that you read about other people, all the negative habits about other people, uh, or uh, all the text messages that you read, etc. 
right? It's going to testify. You could say, no, 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 Ya Allah, I didn't see it. But what? What basal? Your vision will testify. You, you, won't, you can deny. But Allah Ta'ala has assigned your vision, your eyes to actually testify. Wal fu'ad in your heart on the Day of Judgment will testify. You know, we have ill feelings about someone else. That's going to come out. You can say, no, 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 I never thought anything bad about that person. Wal fu'ad, the heart will be is amongst those that are going to be questioned on the day of judgment. Meaning, whatever is in here, whatever ill feelings we have toward other people in our heart, on the day of judgment, our heart, we can say that, no, 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 we were on good terms. I didn't think negatively. The heart will be squeezed and it'll all come. The truth will all come out. The truth will all come out. Now, you tell me, I mean, who's ready for that? Who's prepared for that kind of testification? It's, we're not. So the safer option is to just avoid it. Now, what happens if you harm another person, especially through your speech, through backbiting, or you harm them through slandering them, or saying stuff about them, and you're not 100% sure what, what, if it's true or not, on the Day of Judgment, your deeds will be taken away and it will be put in their account. Now, let me pose a question, right? The, if, if there's someone in, your, someone in your life, maybe in your life, or someone that you know, or someone that you've heard about, was causing trouble to you, you know, one of the things that you would not want, you in general, a natural human inclination is that you don't want that person to succeed, right? It's like so you have a public enemy number one, or you have your own enemy, or whatever, someone that you that you've really been on bad terms with. The last thing that your the human nature wants is for that person to actually succeed, and most certainly you don't want that person to succeed at your own expense, right? That's human nature. You want them to fail, and if they are going to succeed, it's not going to be with you going down in the process. That's for sure, right? In this world, now, on the day of judgment. Those people that we had uh, harmed, in particular through backbiting, and those people that we spoke evil or ill against, and we don't know this could be for anyone, right? Believer or non-believer, those people that we had harmed, on the Day of Judgment, they can come and take your deeds from you, and they'll put it into their own basket. And you might be thinking, like, this is the last thing I wanted. I wanted you to fail, and on this day, you're taking something. I'm a Muslim. You're taking my deeds, and you're putting them into your own basket, right? This is, this is from Hadith. So, imagine what that will be like. So, not only is it a waste of time, but it'll all come out on the Day of Judgment. You know, everything we uttered about someone else, everything we spoke ill of of someone else, everything that we spoke negatively of someone else, it'll come out. And we have to be very careful about this, not just as believers, but people that are striving toward Allah. This is poisonous. This is why, in all of the time that I've spent in the company of my sheikh, I and it's you know, it's been alhamdulillah very long time. I almost have never, ever heard him speaking about other people that are not present. Almost never. You'd think like at some point it would come out, but he was so careful. He is so careful about someone else coming after him on the day of judgment. He's so careful about this, even if there are people that are have come have nothing to do with him. Like they're in complete. Opposite, uh, they have a complete opposite perspective on life altogether, deen or otherwise. He's so concerned about bringing harm to that person that he will do whatever he can to avoid those circumstances. You know, he'll go out of his way to seek their forgiveness. This is somebody he might have met once in his life. Because that fear of the day of judgment is on his mind. And that's if it were to even happen. So this is, the, uh, this is important for us as sadiqeen. If we want to progress toward Allah, then be very mindful about harming Allah's creation. You can harm Allah, meaning not tech, you can't bring harm to Allah, but you can transgress against Allah Ta'ala. You can harm yourself when you're harming Allah. 
But that can always be rectified. You can always rectify that. But be very mindful about your transactions with other people because that is not easily, you cannot easily rectify. Let's say there's someone that you don't actually know, you've never met before, there's somewhere else in the world, there's some person, then you criticize them. How are you gonna ask them for forgiveness? You never even met them, you can't even reach them or call them. You have no way of accessing them and yet you're, you, you have uh, the ability to criticize, right? And this is, this is, the, this is what shaitan's employing today. It used to be that whoever you were going to speak ill of, you could go and rectify that situation, but you can't rectify it anymore because they're so far away or they're so far out of reach. Now, all those people, the millions of people. Now, you may something, say something about negative about someone, and now you can post it online and 5,000 followers are reading it. Now, 5,000 people have witnessed that you have said something evil about another person. And then the day of judgment, it's not just your eyes and your ears and your tongue and your heart that's going to testify. 5,000 people that read what you wrote are all going to testify against you as well. Are all going to testify. And then that person that you had harmed will be testifying against you as well. Be very careful, unless you are 100% certain, or you're strategically planning for something that's beneficial for mankind or what, for, for humanity as a whole. Only in very rare circumstances is it acceptable to do so, right? If you're someone who's you know, working toward some sort of major benefit, and that means that some, some other person is coming in the way, and it's necessary, those are rare. For the vast majority of us that don't have that role and we're average day-to-day -day people that are just trying to get through life, why are we shooting ourselves in the foot with this? Think 20 times over before you share something about someone else or about something else before you actually share it because there's a possibility it's not true. And that person will come and hold you accountable on the Day of Judgment and everyone that read it will hold you accountable as well. It's not a safe game. So be very mindful of this. Bringing harm toward Allah's creation is one thing that we can't fix. And the reality is, Allah Ta'ala loves all. He, Allah Ta'ala has created every single person in this world. That's the reality. He himself has brought and fashioned every human being that's come into this world. Think 20 times over before you choose to criticize someone that Allah Ta'ala himself fashioned. Right? It's like, you know, you make something with your own hands and you put it on display. Let's say you make a, a desk. You carve it out with your own hands and you put it on display. And then someone comes into your house and they're just criticizing. Oh, this is a terrible desk. It's one thing if you bought the desk from, you know, from Office Max and you're getting criticism. No big deal. Not as much. But you fashion something with your own hands and then someone comes in and criticizes. How does that make you feel? So all of creation was fashioned by Allah. Think 20 times over before you choose to bring harm to the creation of Allah. It's poisonous for the Salik. It's a very easy way for a person to lose out in this world through their progress toward Allah and then lose out on the Day of Judgment when, uh, when we watch all of our deeds and all of our ibadat and our adhkar, just all the reward of that transferring from ourselves into the people that we had harmed. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us a tawfiq to be uh, mindful about harming anyone else. May Allah ta'ala forgive us uh, and allow us to uh, reach those people that we had harmed so that we can ask for forgiveness. May Allah ta'ala allow us to progress uh, in our deen and in our proximity toward him. Uh, and may he protect uh, us from any sort of accountability on the Day of Judgment. Wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.